This is Nathan Fitch, Crash Landing on the Moon Tower Podcast. Three, two, one, let's jam. I almost ashed in my drink. Oh, <laughs> Whoops. I got, got to put that cup aside and bring the uh, the ash cup up a little bit. Put that in the foreground. Uh, it doesn't foreground. help that both of your uh, glasses, one for ash, one for drink, is both blue. Well, so. let's let's switch that. Let's uh, put that there, and we'll put that there. Yeah, yes. And yes. now we're ready to go. I'm wearing a cardigan, so I feel very serious. I was you, thinking, you look very comfortable. I, you know what? This... Uh, I was I was never a big fan of cardigans until uh, our friend Stoop dropped uh, left this off at my place. Do you feel like Janina Garofalo? I know I feel more like John Cusack in High Fidelity. Uh yeah, I, I can see that. I guess in my in my case, it'll be more like John Boozak, <laughs> John Booze Bag. <laughs> Booze is back. Cheers no, I was, for, yeah. For some reason, when I wear one of these, I feel very uh, introspective and philosophical and whatnot, and. I almost uh, wanted to put in a new opening where I was talking about, you know, the state of the world and society seems to be crumbling down. But I, I want to nah. live in the state of the world. No. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, you are the world, man. <laughs> we. We are the world. We is the world incarnate. But hello again, folks. <laughs> Welcome back. It's glad to be back. Sorry for the inconvenience of not having a new episode last week. Or what was it? It's been just a week, right? I, th- I don't know. The yeah, days run technically together. Technically, it's been a little longer since we did do an episode, and then technical difficulties laid waste on. How many times do I have to yeah. tell you to keep <laughs> the cats away from peeing on the soundboard? Uh, you know, they just can't help themselves. I, I, <laughs> I mean, they don't really know any better, but it's 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 very much an inconvenience. They need to go to Kitty Alcoholics Anonymous. Anonymous. Anomalous. K A. Anomaly. K A. Systemic anomaly. <laughs> Man, them kitties wasted, bruh. Right. The fuck you been feeding them? Mm, cat food and vodka. Oh yeah, they do look like hoity-toity kitties. They they like their kettle one. <laughs> <laughs> I pegged them for Stoli, man. But no, it's good to be back, folks. Uh, sorry once again, sorry for the inconvenience. Uh, we had. We'll just give you a quick breakdown. We had uh, an episode. We actually had a two-parter recorded. And then the next day, Nate texted me saying, hey, it came back and it was all garbled and jumbled and yeah, fucked out of place. It, it, it wasn't good. But being the wizard that Nate is, he made the proper, 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 proper switches. And uh, now we're back and we yeah. sound good. I, I sold a tube amp and I bought some new PC gear and we are rolling. Not that political correctness shit. It's not going to edit all my stuff out. Yeah, you know. <laughs> Whatever. I, just, just, I'll just pretend you guys know what I'm talking about. Yeah. <laughs> like, whatever I say is just going to get bleeped out. Like, <laughs> software is going to come back. This is not acceptable for the airwaves. Like, this oh, is no, not good. This isn't the PC I bought. Oh. You got, you got, this, <laughs> you got that social justice hardware. But, oh, uh, 
But speaking of social justice, on the flip side, you want to talk about some butt hurt snowflakes, and I'm not not on the left, but on the right. But uh, didn't the term snowflake come from Fight Club? Uh, that was in Fight Club, but I believe the term, like the original term snowflake, not the term that it's known as now, mm-hmm. uh, comes from the concentration camps. Oh, in Germany, shit. Okay. where snowflake, I believe was the term where you know after the bodies were exhumed in the ovens mm-hmm. and the, oh yeah I'm getting the ashes my head. seeing yeah. the ashes fall oh shit and that's, that's how cryptic. the term uh, snowflake <laughs> came about that's that's what i was told from a very viable source uh and then it got it became um pre uh not it flipped on its head to where now, any time anyone gets, you know, up in arms about a certain subject or oh, something, someone says, "Yeah, you you can't handle it, man. You can't handle it. You can't handle what reality is. You're just gonna get butter, you fucking snowflake, man." It's like this with uh with Cuck when Cuck started getting yeah. floated around. Yeah, uh, I feel like those came about very similar time mm-hmm. frames. It was yeah. around the same time, and yeah. and for good reason too. Actually, it's not for good reason. Oh, my <laughs> it's poor. It was just slandering people's character. reasons. <laughs> oh, slandering people's character because they got up in arms over something. But <clears throat> in this case, I find it very funny uh, concerning the whole uh, people wanting Columbus Day transferred and be called Indigenous Peoples Indigenous Day. Peoples Day. Yep, yep, yep. So one of my f- newfound hobbies is going on conservative uh facebook pages and seeing you know the news updates from their slant and seeing people's reactions to it you know what the left's doing what the democrats are doing how they're persecuting donald trump uh people getting up in arms about this that and the other and on one particular angle i see where the tight buttholes and the piss answer getting that because you know i've talked about like with stand-up comedy yeah you know Chappelle's caught shit for jokes that he's told tosh you know bill burr whoever where people were getting butt hurt literally about just about jokes about you know uh about sensitive topics you know with Chappelle, it's the transgender jokes uh, or you know with bill burr's feminism or you know, with the right, is just hammering all the things that the social justice warriors out there um, are being very uh, nitpicky about, and that's the that's the stuff that does bother me. You know, the legit political correctness. You know, you can't say that because there's nothing funny about blank. Well, first of all, everything can be funny. Oh yeah, I've stated that right numerous line, yeah. times. Now, when you get into like the darker areas, say like pedophilia and rape and whatnot and domestic violence i can see their gripe but at the same time i hate to they're jokes yeah and I, i'm not saying they don't affect people and like some people just don't understand like they're like comedians trying to like make political commentary or like whatever they're trying to do it's like it's supposed to be satire it's yeah like at the end of the day like that's the point is like it's supposed to not be taken it's you know, not to be taken seriously, but at the same time, you like get it the idea, and you're like, "Oh, hey, this is fucked up." Yeah. Well, 
I, I, I started listening to Tosh again, his stand-up, and there's a point in his last special called People Pleaser, which I highly recommend, where he's talking about, you know, if we ever, he's like, oh, there's nothing funny about blank. He's like, well, then don't hang out with me because yeah. I can find anything funny. Mm-hmm. You know, and Carlin had a bit about this in uh, back, back at It, I think, which was 1990. Um, where he's saying it's like it depends on what the context of the joke is, what the the part of the joke that is being blown out of proportion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where he said, you know, you, you can find, you know, rape in itself is not funny. Oh yeah. But you can joke. Not funny it. about it. Yeah. You know, and he said like you know racism too, like using the n word. He's like, I I know I'm. I know my, the white guy, the blue-eyed, honky, devil white motherfucker. Don't bother my ass. He's like, no one, no one gets mad when, <laughs> when Eddie Murphy or Richard Pryor use the M word because they're that. That's yeah. they have that right. It's it's all about what the, what's being blown out of proportion in the joke, and I think now, in that context, people are just getting pissy about the actual topic and not actually taking into consideration what the joke is saying mm-hmm. not taking into consideration mm-hmm. what the point might be of or, seeing yeah, how, seeing there's how, also the possibility there is no point and it's like okay well and especially like say like someone like carlin where in his bit about racism he's like what people don't want to and i'm paraphrasing what people don't want to admit is that there's a bigot on every street corner in every city in this country and for them, they take that seriously. Whereas, yeah. you know, in my case, I'm showing how how ridiculous it is to even be mad about it. He's like, what was the one? He's like, I'm talking about pissing off the feminists because he's talking about, he's like, for the most part, I agree on most of the terms that they set forth that, you know, men are cruel, ignorant bastards who have just got, just about had the, excuse me, just about had this world in a stranglehold because of what they've done you know it's very men influenced you know the testosterone you know mm-hmm. but it's i also and i'm once again i'm paraphrasing he's like i also like to piss off anyone who takes themselves too seriously he's like you want to know how to piss off a feminist just run into ms magazine or uh whatever the big uh feminist magazine was in the early 90s and say Hey, which one of you cute little cupcakes wants to come home, cook me a nice meal, and give me a blowjob? Blowjob right here. Like, just being silly. Mm-hmm. And now... Because you know the answer would be no. But it's like, yeah, shit. it's just like <laughs> fi- finding the line where it not only makes the, the topic seem vulnerable, but make it seem like, oh, yeah, it is ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. And they're making the point of it being ridiculous within the context of the joke. Nowadays, it just seems like you talk about it, you joke about it yeah. in any shape or form, and then you're automatically on the bad guy side. Yeah. I think a lot of people find offense because they think, like, oh, hey, you're influencing the wrong audience because, like, there's people who, like, actually take it seriously. But at the end of the day, it's like, okay, then find fault with the people who are that toxic audience and not you know the person who's like trying to make satire on a certain topic or whatever exactly no that's that's a very good fucking point nate that's a very good point because i i see it as you know anymore if if you joke about it people get mad about the fact that you made a joke about it instead of actually trying to solve the problem yeah instead of trying to say 
okay, I see your point, and it, it is ridiculous and repulsive and funny and hilarious, mm-hmm. most of all. Like, oh, yeah. if, it, if you're being mean about it and targeting people yeah. in the crowd, that's way different than actually making a point about it. And I, I feel, you know, the PC police, as they would be known as, is getting pissed off because people are joking about it and not taking the time and listening to yeah, the bit. Yeah, it's like, you know, they're not taking the time to, like, differentiate. It's just like, you're like, okay, if it's this is bad, then it's all bad. Yeah. It's like, no, it's like you have to, like, you know, take it with a grain of salt because, like, yeah, everyone, know, like, people in their right mind know, yeah, like, that topic's fucked up. Yeah. But, you know, like, yeah, why not laugh about it? Like, why not, like, make it fucking ridiculous and, like, fucking, like, you know, you know, get people, like, think about it a little bit. Well, I think that's another thing that... <clears throat> the supposed like PC police, social justice, whatever is I think that they're afraid to reconsider their stance. Yeah. Yeah. And not reconsider their stance in, in the part of how they feel about the topic, but the fact that they might actually find the topic funny Mm -hmm. and to flip it on its head. We mentioned the, uh, the drive for people. And it's, I think the DC council voted today or yesterday to, uh, rename Columbus Day Indigenous Peoples Day. Yeah, yeah. Well, on <clears throat> one of the conservative page threads that I, I look at, people were just like up in arms. Well, it's Columbus Day for a reason. It's been that way in tradition and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, you're doing the exact same thing that you yeah. will go on to con- see, like, yeah, it's criticize. Yeah, the inverse. <laughs> yeah. So, like, I, I guess what, like, what, I'm, what I've been doing is, is kind of laughing at both sides because if you take a step back, both sides are going to, like, the left and the right mainly. I don't consider myself left or right. I never, I, I used to. Like, even, like, people who are actually left are really just, like, kind of, like, slightly left of center. Like, like if you're, Whatever. like, really it's, left, it's like, you know, like you're, you know, you'd be doing, like, property acquisition because the government is fucked up. And it's like, yeah. you don't deserve to own that anymore. It's all jargon. It's all tags. <laughs> it's all is and isms. Yeah. Which I yeah, yeah. greatly try to avoid because all it does is compartmentalize your train of thought. <clears throat> Excuse me. But it's just funny because, like, uh, on this one thread, they had a video of this, this conservative speaker talking about, like, a... How are you, you know, you can't judge Christopher Columbus by today's standards and the terms that we have. And how can you do so because of the, the society and civilization you live in is now the most freest, most prosperous uh, society or civilization that we've ever had. And we should actually be thankful because he started it. Mm-hmm. Without him, we, we wouldn't have this. It's, I'm like you're kind of excluding a couple hundred years yeah. of genocide like, and fucking and brutality. that Lee found it first, you know, so well, <laughs> fucking you, you can, there was a, a book. I, I can't remember the author's author's name. It's called 1421 talking about when Chinese, uh, explorers actually first founded, excuse me, first came upon this land that we know as North America, you know, 70, 80 years before Columbus. Yeah. Yeah. And how and talking about you know Chinese aviation back in the uh, early Middle Ages, and about how way ahead of the curve it was, uh, you know as far as actually discovering. You can't really discover something when people are already here, but that's the yeah. that's the nomenclature, but 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 using it as a tool to learn 
of new cultures that they've never experienced mm-hmm. instead of what you know the english and the french and the spaniards d- did where oh hey we got here there's people here guess what it's ours now yeah. fuck you because you know like even back then it's all about almighty doubloon or whatever what, what currency you're using back then I guess. yeah what, whatever <laughs> whatever deity whatever form of the deity of god that they uh wanted to exploit for their own prosperous journey indeed but it's just so funny because you know i see that like reinterpretation of you know the facts or reinterpretation of history that really has been pummeling say like the american culture ever since its inception you know ever since this country was quote unquote founded we I don't ever I don't really think that we've ever received the truth. Yeah. Ever. In in whatever media yeah, at the same time it's like that was like so long ago, like what is the truth? And it's like Well, I mean in in I I believe it was uh Napoleon said something effective to to the victors goes the spoils and mm-hmm. you know, the, the whole tide of history is written by those who are victorious. Mm-hmm. You know, let's not forget that there's a thousand civilizations that took place in our quote unquote recorded history that we know nothing about. Oh yeah. We have no idea what they did. We have no idea about their architecture, their culture, their arts, what, like what they did for religious practices, what they, how they farmed, how they hunted, how they did anything, how they were stewards of the land, whatever. We would, we know nothing about it. Like, and especially with American culture, our historical amnesia goes back to yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> and by Say yesterday, I mean the day before yeah. you woke up, you know, let alone things that have happened, you know, 5, 10, 15, 50, 100 years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, and especially, and obviously coming from a bias in American culture, you know, say for instance, you know, every 4th of July or every Memorial Day <clears throat> or in every textbook that you grew up with, with say with uh, World War Two, mm-hmm. let's, let's take that as an example. Yeah, yeah. You would be led to think, and at least I was in my public school up up upbringing. You'd be led to think that the Americans won the war. Yeah, like yeah, America came to save the day. It took them like fucking like six years to actually like fucking come and actually do anything. Well. <laughs> And like, I would feel bad about that. And, personally. and there's the whole like I mean, yes, with the, with American aid it definitely helped turn the tide. Let's mm-hmm. let's let's not denigrate that. That is a fact, I, yeah. I, I would say. But the way that we are led by our supposed history, you would think that Americans that America won World War Two without even recognizing the fact that Twenty million Russians died. Yeah, yeah. Twenty <laughs> million the Russians died. Like everyone in the Middle East lost their home. Like shit, man. You know, for instance, that. I mean, the whole tide of, the whole turn of the tide of World War Two was Stalingrad and Leningrad. You know, the Russians burrowed down. They fought back. It took two and a half years to overtake both cities. And they pushed the Germans back to the west and because of that we were able to land d-day 
because the Germans were still retreating from Russia when when um, the Allied forces landed yeah. at Normandy. Like, if anything, we kind of, like, struck when the griddle was hot, <laughs> so to speak. Well, and then there's also, like, the... In, in keeping with that example, uh, the whole idea is, like, you know, Japan bombed us at Pearl Harbor. That got us in the war. Yeah. That's what you're told. You don't... You're never told the underlying factors. And see, what, what I guess what I'm trying to get at is you're never given the whole truth and... You're Literally, given the convenience, and you're not even given nothing but the truth. So yeah. help you God, you're given a, f- a fraction of what they think you should learn. And by they, I don't mean that in a conspiratorial way. I I I was thinking about this earlier today when trying to uh, conjure up this this point where I don't think it was a con- a conspiracy to get the American people, and not just in World War II, but just in general. To follow a certain thread, to follow a certain idea of what this country is and what we stand for and who we are and this, that, and the other. You know, the greatest country in the world. Yeah. I don't think it was a conspiracy. I think it was just a great melting pot of ideas where, okay, the media's got us thinking this way. Hollywood's got us thinking this way. Advertising has us thinking this way about ourselves. You know, buy, 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 sell, sell, sell. You know, we're the greatest, we're the greatest. You have that pumped in your fucking head oh, yeah. all your life and for generations and generations and gener- generations. You know, be scared of this person. Be scared of these kinds of people. You know, the Russians during the Cold War, like, they literally had nothing to fight us with, but yet they were the next enemy. Mm-hmm. You know, I was reading uh, yesterday, I, I picked up a book of Gore Vidal's, the late author, at the library, I figured I'm like, you know, I haven't read much of his. I, I feel like I should get myself acclimated, make my own opinion about his writing. You know, I've really I've seen him in interviews many times. I have nothing but respect for the man for the most part. Hell yeah. And there's a book that he that came out, I think, 2000, 2001. It's called Last Empire. And it was a series of essays he wrote from 92 to 2000, you know, talking about the last of the American century in, in the 90s leading up to the new millennium. And talking about how, you know, uh, after the war, when Harry Truman was president, that they basically, that's when they created the national security state and the CIA, which is completely unconstitutional. Oh, yeah. And about how, you know, the uh, propaganda machine essentially led Americans to believe that, you know, we we don't have an enemy now. We need an enemy Mm -hmm. because that's going to drive up arms sales. That's going to help the economy. Oh, yeah. Because after, you know, especially after uh, Pearl Harbor, you know, the American economy became a war economy. That's what it became. It helped. World War II got us, got us literally out of the Great Depression. Mm-hmm. That was the last straw that actually helped us, uh, you know, build more, build more infrastructure, more rubber, more iron, more shells, more guns, more yeah, tanks, yeah. more this, more that, you know. The, the, the rationing that happened stateside for goods that went overseas to yeah. the troops. And that, that's a good conjecture, you know, because you have to kind of, like, reevaluate it at this point. It's like, why are we still, like, a war economy when, you know, we're in a age where, like, we're technologically advanced and we can do so much more for the human race? It's It's been that, it's dude, it's been that way for 75 yeah. years. And it's like, okay, I can understand, like, you know, years. war makes money, but, like, 
how can we make that money without that you know like having to like make enemies all the fucking time it's like without it yeah. then, then you don't have that footing you don't yeah. have that economy yeah. Well, you know, it's like you, in, we're in a day and age where, like, where you don't need it anymore. I feel. Oh, I trust me. Moralistically, yeah. yes. It's it's we should <laughs> we should fuck. <laughs> we should have colonies on Mars by now. Yeah. Like, yeah. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> we should be beyond that. We're not, and that's really what I feel is gonna do us in. Mm-hmm. Honestly. Yeah. Is that whole idea of American exceptionalism? You know, Americans are the best. Mm-hmm. Like what? Clamfied oh, being we, we, like you know like good enough. <laughs> well, once again, fucking going back to that that uh, Tosh special I, was, uh, I mentioned earlier, he he leads off he leads off talking about like it's great to be doing comedy in America. He's like the greatest country ever, or excuse me, the greatest country in the world if you haven't traveled much. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, yeah, maybe maybe if we didn't say we're number one, terrorists wouldn't be trying to saw our heads off. Yeah, there's some truth behind that. <laughs> but you know, then again, I'm I, I guess I'm getting to the point of this whole idea. It's it's not an innate uh, belief. We're not born with this idea. We're taught it. Yeah, yeah. And I, I think uh, I don't know. I was indoctrinated with that shit when I was oh, in yeah, high dude. school. Like shit. Dude, I, <laughs> I'll you know what? I'll, I'll do a little fucking uh, spieling right now. I'm going to tell you something about myself that I don't, I rarely told anyone. Okay. Yeah. Drum roll, please. Like <laughs> I bought into that shit. Hook, line, and sinker at one point. And that point was nine 11 after that, you know, I was 12 years old when that happened. I, what I knew up until then was I, I, you know, we're the good guys uh, we do everything right, blah, blah, blah. I'm too young to know any better. I'm fucking mushy-brained. I don't really know how to think for myself at this point. Oh, my God, who are these people attacking us? We should go kill all of them. Fucking, and I remember sitting, watching George Bush's State of the Union address when talking about, you know, the axis of evil, talking about the uh, the plan to go into Iraq because this is after we started bombing Afghanistan and being and fucking just hook, line, sinker. You know, Saddam Hussein's got weapons of mass destruction. He's got chemical weapons. He wants to spread terrorism and death throughout the whole region. And then it's going to reach our shores. And then we'll, we'll be next. If we don't fight him there, we're going to have to fight him here. You know, you're with us or you're against us. You know, that fucking chest beating war drums fucking no america watching bill o'reilly every fucking night you know trashing the french for not wanting to be a part of the coalition you know freedom fries all that (laughs) shit dude i remember all that and i fucking bought it because we were fucking scared we had when you're scared you double down so shit which is which (laughs) is even the bullshittier part because my parents fucking lived through vietnam and reagan all that shit and they should just been like hey this is bullshit this is all like you should not. We should not be letting our kids and I, I. It's funny now, but I'm still. This is like almost a sh- like you know how people like like a band or a, a whatever, and later on in life they look back and they're like, oh fuck. Like this, as they lie dying, for example. Or Creed. But, <laughs> or Creed. Yeah. <laughs> this is my example of that, where I used to take, literally plain white T-shirts. 
and a fucking giant Sharpie, permanent fucking black Sharpie marker. And I would write pro-war slogans all over the goddamn shirt and wear them to middle school, dude. I'd wear that shit to school in fucking praise of, let's go bomb Iraq. Let's go get Saddam. That motherfucker's got to go down. He fucking did us in, man. He was part of this shit. Fuck yeah. I'd rather have a cowboy than a coward. I put that on a fuck. I used to say that to people. I said that to a teacher, bro. I, used to, I said that to a fucking teacher Damn. talking about uh, when Jacques Chirac, the president of, Fran- of France then, said that he wasn't going to go along with the coalition. And then the turned in the fucking don't buy French wine, which is a fucking stupid mistake because French wine is delicious. Uh-huh. You know, yeah. fucking freedom fries, all that shit. Like, fuck France. Fucking pussies. Bleh. I don't know why people got upset about the freedom fries thing anyway. They're Belgian frites, technically, so. Thank you. See, the voice of reason, f- fucking 20 years later, whatever. Yeah. But, yeah. I, I Dude, I fucking pro-war slogans, like, fuck Iraq, fuck Saddam, shit, all over my t-shirts, dude. And I just wrote it myself, because I'm like, I'm getting in on the war effort. This is I'm doing my part. Yeah, let's go bomb them motherfuckers. Let's turn Iraq into a fucking Lake Baghdad. Like, you Fajitas. know. Yeah. <laughs> it was all about it, dude. All about it, and I'm not like ashamed of it. Looking back, yeah, you know you're you're young. Indoctrination is a hell of a like, drug. Yeah, indoctrination yeah, is a dude, hell of a drug. Because yeah, I thought I'm oh, like, Jesus. we're fucking <laughs> Americans, dude. What was the USA? It's the greatest country that God's ever put on the face of the earth. And then I started doing my homework, little by little. Started going back and be like, oh wow, this is a current. This is a re-evolving theme. We need an enemy. Yeah. We need, it couldn't just be like, oh, after, you know, war two or whatever, like, Hey, let's actually try to find peace. Let's actually try Mm -hmm. to work together in this new global economy kind of thing. You know, especially like in the nineties and whatnot, when that, when uh, globalization started taking hold and like, you know, these third world countries started realizing what capitalism was, or we can raise our people out of, poverty like literal fucking poverty like let's actually try to do something good and try to move forward now now yeah now now too many fucking contracts are gonna go down the shitter you know too much money is gonna be wasted yeah we gotta find somebody to bomb and then i fucking it was around that time that i started getting like george carlin and bill hicks and shit you know it was literally like comedians for a while in in my teens were like the ones that like were telling me about this stuff like yeah <clears throat> listening to bill hicks talk about reagan and and george bush senior and the state of society at that time in the late 80s or early 90s i'm like this, this shit's going on now yeah 20 years later at that point i'm like this just now i'm like when the fuck when was this yeah and like carlin doing his bit about the persian gulf war and and all this stuff and i'm like Wait a second. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Let's let's step back for a second. Let's let's get out of the shroud of bullshit for a second. Like, let's look at it. Whoa, 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 no, 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 no. Whoa, 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 whoa. I got fucked with. Mm-hmm. I got I got led astray. I let I fucking was led to believe in this and that, and now it's all just dissolving, just piece by piece, just yeah. misty dust, fucking fairy dust above the shoulders, mustard shit. And I was pissed, dude. Pissed. I'm like, wait a second. Libya, Grenada, Panama, El Salvador, Cuba, fucking uh, Iran in the 50s, the CIA overthrow. 
mm-hmm. fucking all the shit in Latin America, the death squads. What? Like, I find it, like, weird Chile? that we're, like, what? we're still, like, t- supporting Turkey, even though, like, the Armenian G- genocide went on. Like, I was, like, a big fan of System of a Down for a while. And, like, you know, like, I, you know, like, read up on the Armenian genocide, like, oh, hey, yeah, yeah, it's, like, a thing. But that, like, we're, like, pertains more so now, like, you know, like, the, the whole, like, uh, pulling out of, like, Syria, Syria and all that with the Kurds and all that. Yeah. You know, the Kurds have been, like, fucking badasses, like, you know, trying to, like, fight for their lives. They've been our shit. homies, man, because they yeah. needed to, because yeah. everyone in that and region hates them. we're fucking abandoning them now, and then fucking Turkey's, like, fucking, like, oh, hey, yeah, let's get them fucking giblets, man. Well, fucking, <laughs> did you hear about this? Like, one of the reasons that fucking Cheeto 45 douchebag is fucking even pulling out of there is because he has business ties with Turkey. Yeah, exactly. And they threaten his ass, and they threaten to fucking cancel down the Trump organization or... Uh, building that's in that area. I think it's in Istanbul. Yeah. It's the only building of his, I believe, that's in the Middle East. Or in that area, excuse me. And one of the reasons he's even saying fuck the Kurds and pulling out of Syria is not because he wants to get out, which would be he a wants good... to, like, you know, return on investment. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Like, and that's the thing, it's like, with, like, like, yeah, it's maddening. It is. <laughs> well, and it's just like, it, it's a giant rabbit hole that you can get sucked into. Like, I deeply, because I think a lot of people older than myself, uh, more wiser than myself, and us, if I can, I don't want to speak for you, but that had, that lived through like, you know, Vietnam and Nixon or uh, Desert Storm. Or, yeah. Like, you know, one could say we're living through that right now. <laughs> it's it's, it's <laughs> to a degree, repeating but, itself yeah. all over again, over and over and over again. But st- still, people just vouch for it, and they, they stand up and be like, no, this is... No, we're, we're supposed to be doing this. Like, why are you still getting, like, fucking chest-beating badass about it? Yeah. We're fucking shit up. We are fucking... And yet, you still want to believe in this idea of, of exceptionalism. Yeah, it's like we're just making money off of, like, other people's hate. It's, you know, I don't feel good about it. No, we're making, yeah, this, this, and, and once again, it's it's one of those things where it's like a lot of people just do not step aside and kind of look at things in perspective. Instead, they, you know, they pick that side that they, that team that they want to root for, and they're all in. They are all in, regardless. They'll go They'll go down to hell with that team. Oh, hell yeah, they do. And in, in, instead of just stepping back and going, wait, something's fucked up. Something's like royally fucked up with this whole system, with the way things are, with what I've been led to believe. And let's take a time out and like actually yeah. try to reconfigure the numbers here because A plus B does not equal FYZ. You yeah. know, like. Like, I, I'm. I totally understand, like, home team, like, idealism and stuff like That's that. That's okay for sports. But there's, like, a whole 75 other percent of the world out there. Yeah. That's getting fucking shit on. <laughs> and it, it, that's, that's the other thing. It's like, you know, America first. Like, what? Dude, like, you understand, like, we are now, we have lived in this idea, this I, this concept of globalization for, what, 20 years, 25 years now? Yeah. Roughly. Mm-hmm. Roughly. And... The idea sounds nice on paper, mm-hmm. but the way it was carried out, it was, hey, let's fuck over our people so we can get cheap labor. Yep. 
or hey. fucking up like you know like little nations all around and then like you know 20 years down the line they want to get revenge For, yeah and they, <laughs> they like wonder shit. why like what what we like, yeah no we, we dug we dug our like not a grave but like we dug a big old sinkhole ready for us to like you know start getting down in there <laughs> well and it's it's gonna it's the 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 funny thing is is like the blowback is it's slow but it's reaching it's it's across the shores we're 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 getting it but people still want to i feel find that thing to believe in but at the same time to flip that coin on a much funnier head i think uh you hear about all the stuff, you know, for instance, you know, you, you hear about like for like to take another small example, like all these culture wars. Like I was we were talking earlier about, like, you know, social justice warriors or the people on on the right, quote unquote, on the conservative side or whatever fucking bullshit tag you want to throw it, throw at it where my culture wars, like, I mean, like. You know, anything pertaining to, like, stuff in the arts, you know, guns, sex, uh, abortion, uh, the way the government's, you know, the left versus right. That's basically what it boils down to. The tag points, the uh, ideologies, if you, if you yeah. want to call them that, because I don't even call them that. Like, they're just different teams that people root for. You, I, I personally have not been in contact with this stuff much like in person mm -hmm. you know like two people arguing about say abortion or gun rights or uh political correctness or uh the, this should be this way this should be that way i it's like a coastal kind of thing it's you yeah. know stuff that's always you see in the news like i i am blessed i will admit i've been very blessed with not having that big intertwining family that bitches about everything when the holidays come around. Yeah. You know, you get, you know, the one uncle that's a liberal and the one uncle that's yeah. a fucking Ted Nugent. war against Christmas. Yeah, Ted Nugent conservative, <laughs> whatever, and they're fucking gnawing at each other's necks and kids are crying in the corner because they haven't been fed yet and it's still early in the day and whatever. I've been very much blessed with that to where I can, you know, come in here and talk to you, Nate, for instance, or that's why I'm here, you know, just <laughs> like have a mention of it at work. Like I saw one, uh, I skimmed an article. It was off a of Drudge report, which is like the thinking man's TMZ, which is a fucking <laughs> paradox unto itself where it's like, you know, with, with the, 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 the rhetoric ramping up for the next election and, you know, Trump running against whoever the DNC is going to pick. You know, that workplace uh, chatter might turn heightened and it might turn uh, not violent, but, uh, you know, more division. That That's, yeah, the, that's yeah, the other yeah. big word, division. You know, the, there's that division between, you know, who thinks this way and who thinks that way and yeah. who's rooting for this and who's rooting for that. and blah, blah, People blah, are blah. worried more so about being right or wrong when it's like, hey, we're all human beings here. We all have our needs and needs fulfilled. And yeah. They're not being fulfilled at all. Yeah. <laughs> Which is another thing, just to digress quickly, is like the whole thing is like, yeah, let's have a discourse. Because we're going to have a discourse about this particular subject. Nothing's going to happen about it for another 20 years or until this other horrendous thing happens pertaining to that topic. But we're, we're, we're going to have a, a, a talk about it. And then maybe somebody will listen to it and then it'll be great. It'll be great. 
yeah, it'll even itself out. You know, that's the way society rolls. Whatever. But, like, say, like, for instance, like, getting back to it, like, the whole uh, social justice or conservative angle on the big topics. You know, it, the way that it's portrayed, say, especially online now, because it's rampant. You can fucking find it yeah. anywhere. You look at yeah, you any, open up Google, like, oh, hey, it's already there. Yeah. <laughs> and, oh, my God, I have an opinion about this. Out here where we're we're at in the Midwest, yeah, there's that divide. But go go outside. Yeah. Go outside and listen to the birds chirp and the crickets and the cicadas and the the fall weather and whatnot. You're not going to hear people. They make it seem like it's people out in the street fucking fighting each other with pitchforks. You know, like, you know, the Civil War is going to tear us apart. You're only going to find that really, like, in the coastal areas yeah you know like the 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 highfalutin cosmopolitan east side yeah or the, the west coast where it's high like, population you, areas and yeah whatnot. yeah the flyover states there's nothing happening yeah <laughs> it reminds me of that fucking uh bill hicks bit that i i've talked about numerous times where it's like and this is pertaining to this is recorded i think 91 where he's talking about like you know you turn on cnn he's like how do you put it? he's like you ever watch CNN for more than, I don't know, 18 hours a day? I need to quit that. He's like, <laughs> so you get it as war, recession, depression, AIDS, this, that, and the other. And you look outside and it's chirp, 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 chirp. Like, where is this shit going on? Yeah. Like, I, I for uh, about a month, uh, not uh, from the beginning of the month to the end of the month, but just like. Roughly. Roughly, like just days here and there. I, I would go out. And kind of not people watch, but like be be amongst the yeah. crowd and whatnot, and just try to see and hear if this stuff was even going on. I there's I couldn't pick up any of it, and I've heard, had people like, oh, I've been approached by you know a feminist, or I've been approached by gun rights activists, and we've had this conversation and whatnot. I'm like, am I just that antisocial where my bubble is so small, but I know all this shit's going on, but like. I've had it, I have, the closest thing I've had it to bring it full fucking circle for this first part, because we're going to end up doing a two-parter. I didn't, I didn't expect <laughs> it, but we're going to, yeah, we're going to no, do we it. we went on a fucking ranathon. Not, no, not disappointed, but or anything. But no, you know. there's a few, other, there's a few <laughs> other things I want to get to, but I, I don't want to drive this episode too long, because we got some fucking new Saturn Boy music I want to get a hold of, <laughs> is, uh, it, it, it is with, the, with, with jokes and comedy in general, where... You know, you're around a certain group of people, and uh, you, I, you either have to like rein it in a little bit because you don't know where everyone's line is at. You don't know, okay, if I say this, then they might react this way. There's that part of me that's just like, fuck it, but it's with friends and whatnot, so you yeah. don't want to like. It, see, that's the difference is like when you're around people that you don't really know. You kind of—it's either like, like if it, it's a middle ground because it's like oh, yeah. if it's if it's people of the friend that you're with, then you want to be respectful and hear them out if they end up talking about stuff like that. But at the same time, if they end up talking about stuff like that with me, there's always that line that you just want to jump across like a fucking yeah. sprinter, like hey, 
let's see where everyone's offensive, you know, line of decency is oh, at. Yeah. I can talk about this. I can joke about this. Not everyone's gonna like yeah, it, but I don't give a decent, fuck. But like, yeah, like sometimes I'll find myself in those situations. Like, okay, do I want to fuck someone's day up or not? <laughs> Only, and I, and I, and I realize there there is a uh, a fine uh, a fine line where if they're being a dick about something on either side, if they're being too stuffy about, oh, you shouldn't joke about this, you shouldn't get, or on the flip side, if they're like, what? What are, you, what are you talking about that for? Then I'm like, all right, I'm, I'm going to fuck with you. Yeah. Because I have to. That's that's my job. You know, mm-hmm. being the fucking... The Devil's finger... advocate. Devil's advocate. 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 <laughs> but I... Don't... I, I guess, like, at the, at the end of it, it's just like, don't take yourself too seriously. Because, once again, all that you believe is learned. It's not innate. You're yeah. not born with it. It's how you... It's, you know, it's... How you grew up, who who you were around, you know the circumstances, the timeline, uh, everything about it, yeah, is plays into that. It's very much a nature versus nurture, and nurture definitely wins out in that case, in my opinion. Oh yeah, but don't take yourself too seriously. And with that, we're gonna leave you off with a new fucking uh, Saturn Boy track. We got to get to it because, like I said, I didn't expect this to turn into a two-parter. I'll, I got to take. We got heated. Yeah, what we got heated. I it? we got to have a union <laughs> break. So, here is farewell from Saturn Boy. It's a new track. Hope you enjoy it. We'll be right back with a two-parter. It may not get released for a day or two until after this one. So we'll just kick right off. So, here we are, folks. Thanks. Thank you once again. It's good to be back. Moon Tower Podcast. Here we go.